And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Football Smack Talk Show. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm Eric. Welcome, everybody. It is post-draft review time. We made it through three days of NFL draft. We got a lot of players, a lot of really good players. Made a trade for one. And, uh, yeah, I think we're uh, much better off than we were come Wednesday. Uh, Eric... Just initial thoughts. No, you know, don't have to go into specifics. But uh, how was the draft for you? Oh, they killed it. They absolutely killed it. And who would have thought? I would have gone into the after the draft. If you told me before the draft the Eagles aren't going to draft a corner and they're not going to draft the safety, <laughs> you'd be excited about the draft. I'd have tried to call you a liar. Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think uh, I think going into the draft, I think that was two uh, important needs that the uh, the Eagles obviously had, uh, and yeah, they uh, they did not hit uh, hit on either of those uh, in the actual draft. Now, granted, they they got a few undrafted free agent corners, sure. that's for sure. Uh, we'll go over that in just uh, a few moments, but yeah, I, I think. Um, you know, initially when the draft board kind of fell and, you know, things were, were happening, mm-hmm. uh, I think there was a lot of excitement. Uh, I, I think we were we we're getting, you know, ourselves a little pumped up, especially we hear we trade out to number 13. Mr. Kyle Hamilton's still on the board. And yeah, potential dream come true for a lot of fans who really had Kyle Hamilton as, you know, one of their top guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the Eagles go another way, as they usually get, do. They go for the trenches. They picked Jordan Davis, uh, D-tackle from uh, Georgia, who apparently had 78 people drafted from their team in the draft. Yeah, uh, at least. Um, yeah, so, so I think the initial feeling for a lot of Eagles fans was a little disappointment, a little anger at Howie for doing the typical uh, go in right. the trenches and, and missing out on a – potential 10-year pro, uh, all-pro in, in, in Kyle Hamilton. But I think that slight upsetness or, or anger really dissipated uh, mere 10 minutes later. Yeah. Not even 10 minutes, I don't think it was. Uh, when the Eagles announced that they have traded for 24-year-old wide receiver A.J. Brown, uh, by giving up their second pick uh, in the first round, number 18, and the third pick, third round pick, 101, that they got in the New Orleans uh, Saints trade. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, again, uh, you know, I, I think they went out and and had a need. I, you know, a lot of speculation. They were going after somebody like Jamison Williams, who got selected uh, right before uh, to uh, Detroit. 
at number 12 right. with you know trades and, and whatnot. Did it not so, seem like he was even a little annoyed, Jameson Williams, when he got drafted by Detroit? Well, wouldn't you be if uh, you went you had sure. to go to Detroit when you know uh, a lot of speculation was you'd be going to Philly? Well, sure, but like, yeah, that's because we're from like to him, like. You really think he knows the difference between Philly and Detroit? Like, I think he does. I think he does. That's why he was. Well, now, I mean, based on his reaction, I'd say he does. But, but yeah. So, um, you know, obviously, like I said, they they kind of went away. Now, don't get me wrong. I think, say, had Kyle Hamilton been drafted prior, uh, Mm -hmm. I think fans would absolutely have been over the moon initially with Jordan Davis. I think they're coming along slowly. Uh, but again, that kind of uh, Kyle Hamilton uh, hurt uh, is going to linger a little bit with some fans, and that's understandable. But you know, the simple fact of the matter is, how, you know, and, and how he even reiterated it uh, in, in a press conference, uh, I believe it was Saturday, mm-hmm. that you know we're always going to look for the trenches. We're always going to look for the lines. Yeah, it's and funny all the talk about. Yeah, we're going to choose that over other positions because that's how we feel we build a team. And he tells you flat out that that's what he's doing. For all the talk that we had about, oh, maybe are they going to draft a wide receiver like Jamison Williams? Oh, are they going to try to move up to get Hamilton? Oh, are they going to draft a linebacker, as you had suggested for so long? You know, are they going to draft a corner? And, And lo and behold, the first two picks. Defensive lineman and offensive lineman. Right. Yeah. So, so <laughs> and why were we surprised? No, we really, again, I, we all joked about it, but like almost in that half kidding, like, man, I hope they don't do this, but they probably will. Uh, yeah. They go second round. They go uh, Cam Jurgens, uh, you know, center uh, from uh, Nebraska, was it Wisconsin yeah. or Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so obviously, um, you know, not sexy stuff here. Um, sure. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, I love Jordan Davis. He was on my short list of guys I wanted. But I did have Kyle Hamilton. But, like, I coveted Kyle Hamilton more than I did Jordan Davis. Sure, of course. You, but I'm not talking myself out of the fact that I still love Jordan Davis. Right. And you definitely wanted – uh, you definitely, uh, definitely enjoyed Jordan Davis, as did I. Uh, mm-hmm. You a little bit more than me, but sure. you know, after after you know this and, and going then with with Cam Jurgens, but then learning more about Jurgens and nor- learning more about like Kelsey's process mm-hmm. in this whole thing and his involvement and the fact that the Eagles basically said, "Hey, here's a here's a group of guys. Here's some centers. Go out and and." Do research. Do do what you got to do. And Does come it not seem to you that in a year, Jason Kelsey is going to be a scout for the Philadelphia Eagles? If, if not, if not higher up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, and he came, basically came back and said, Kim Jerkins is my favorite player in this draft. He is in the three, he apparently he, he'd been doing this for a few years. He mm-hmm. said, about the three years that I have been doing this, Jurgens is by far my favorite prospect that I've looked into. And he is the most like me that I have seen. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, as Eagles fans, what more could you possibly yeah, but talk about a ringing endorsement? Right. A ringing endorsement from the, your, 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 
your team's all-time great center, you know, a perennial mm-hmm. all-pro um, and just constant professional. He comes in there and says, yeah, this guy's this guy's just like me, and I love him, and he's my f- absolute favorite prospect. And the fact of the matter is now he gets to learn under Kelsey for at least the next year, depending yeah. on what he decides to do. But the beauty of it is, too, is, is Jurgens can play guard. So, you know, the right guard position is theoretically open. I mean, they just released Nate Herbig as per his uh, agent's request. Yeah. Again, I think he saw himself in a bigger role. And then obviously when you draft somebody like Jurgens and you already have, you know, a couple of people in your way, yeah. it's understandable. So I'm sure the Eagles tried to trade him. It didn't materialize for whatever reason. And unfortunately, we, we released Nate Herbig. But... Yeah, I mean, the the battle for that right guard position is basically, in my opinion, going to be between three people. If yeah. if Bergens is is up to par, then yeah, he is uh, going to certainly be in in the mix there. Um, you know, you obviously have um, you know Sayamalo, um, and uh, who am I forgetting? Um, Landon Dickerson. No, he's on the left. He's on the left? Okay. Um, oh, jeez. He literally started uh, games for them. Why am I blanking like an idiot? Um, I'm kind of blanking now, too. Uh, Matt? No. Is it Matt? Oh, Pryor, right? Uh, no, 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 no. No, not Pryor. Um... Driscoll, sorry, Jack oh, Driscoll. Driscoll. Yeah, 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 Jack yeah. Driscoll. Yeah. Sorry, wow, what a what a brain uh, aneurysm. Well, we both had that, yeah. yeah right, yeah, a convenient same time. Uh, so yeah, the three of them are going to essentially be battling it out for this right guard position, which is fantastic because then the two losers of that are then now backups. Yes, for the guard. It is a guard spot, yeah. So really, you don't really, you didn't really need Nate Herbig. Although, again, he started, I think, about 17 games since the 2020 season. Uh, it was did very, fairly well. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you have you have your guard depth. You obviously have center depth because you have Jurgens, you have Samala, you have Dickerson. Theoretically, all these guys can kick in. Um, and then, yeah, you have you have tackle depth. You know, with the fact that. Andre Dillard is still on this team. Right. Uh, he hasn't gone anywhere. And, in fact, I don't know if you have actually seen him. Um, but, dude is pretty ripped right now. Yeah. He, he lost a, a, a lot of a, a lot of good, you know, good weight, by the way. And, and, yeah. built muscle, and his body fat, like, went down 5%. Yeah, lost his baby fat. And his yeah, yeah, exactly. But you still – so you still, you have Dillard. You have LaRaven Clark. You have Brendan Toth. You have guys there. Uh, and, 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 you know, again, we obviously have some other uh, guards and, and centers there on the team. Um, mm-hmm. But still, you know, our depth at, at O-line is, is fantastic. Now, with Jordan Davis, you know, you essentially now have two full rotational yeah. lines. So whoever – it when the year when they won in 2017. That's what they had. They did. So you have, you know, Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat on the ends. You have Hargrave. You have Cox in the middle. Then in the middle, you have Davis. And then you have Williams. And then on the outside, 
you have uh, a Barnett, and then you have um, uh, oh jeez, why am I uh, Jackson? Yeah. So you know these are all young guys, for, you know, uh, the, on the second team, you know, so to speak, that can easily come in and, and spell some of the older veterans. So you're going to have a, a nice rotation, fresh guys, fresh legs for the end of the season and hopefully the playoffs. So you're really setting yourself up both lines as the Eagles love to do just within your first two picks. Yeah. And the thing is, it, it's funny. I looked at it. And I thought, did the Eagles get any starters in this draft? I don't think they did. Nobody that's going to start day one. Yeah, theoretically, you're right because a lot of static starting. Jurgens isn't starting. Dean may start. Uh, yeah, we haven't even we haven't even gotten to Kobe Dean. Uh, you know, guy who we talked about maybe being a first round pick. Yes, a lot of people had him as a first. Yeah. Round pick. Oh yeah. And and you know, as the draft prospect go, you know, I felt the separation between Lloyd and 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 Dean. Yeah. But still. Uh, Dean was always a, a guy that I was like, I would love to have him draft him with the second first round pick, or at that time the third first round pick. Uh, and yeah, let's 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 freaking go. And yeah. the fact of the matter is, this basically this bogus medical report came out, and and really uh, heightened the severity of this this pec injury. He had a pec strain, and they're making yeah, it out. They're basically saying like, no, nah, dude, he's fine. Yeah, they made it out to be like, oh, he was being, you know, asked to have surgery and blah, blah, blah. And he himself said no. No one even remotely brought up surgery. Nobody like, said the word surgery the to him. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't on the table. He strained it. Like that, okay, yeah, that takes a little time to heal. But he said, hey, rookie camps next week, I will be a full participant. Howie Roseman, same thing. Yeah. Dean will be a full. I think Howie kind of sat there befuddled too that he fell to them in the third round. Well, the simple fact is that he even said that, you know, they had a, a little battle in the second round of who they were going to take. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you have one, the offensive side that's saying, you know, yeah, hey, go Jurgens, go Jurgens. You have Gannon and his team saying, hey, Dean, Dean, Dean. And they end up with both of them. Yeah, and it's funny because you know when when they have that debate when it's any position and a linebacker in the linebacker's yeah linebackers losing. This is such this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, because we were texting back and forth uh, on Friday night when they drafted Jurgens, and I thought, oh man, now there's no way they're getting Dean. Yeah. Like, like oh, I yeah. think the team would be gone in the next couple I, picks. I, when he was available at that, I was like, oh, my God, please, Dean, 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 Dean. I really uh, thought it had to be him. Yeah. Yeah, I, so did I. I, I Honestly, Jurgens wasn't a name that I had had heard attached to the Eagles. Now, obviously, you know, yes, you always want to keep on offensive line when it comes sure. to the But, yeah, it wasn't a name that I necessarily heard a lot for the Eagles. And But everything that I figured I'm, their plan at center would be – to slide in Dickerson in a year and then right. just go get another guard. Or or say Amalo, one or the other. Right. Uh, you know, just again, I, I only say that just because the Dickerson Malata uh left side combo. Oh, I know, that's been such a good combo. 
is a big body combo right there on the left Seriously. side. Seriously. Like, like I, you and I <laughs> probably could probably average three yards running behind those guys. Yeah. It would just be I get behind them, and then when I get like I just, you know, close I'm to the ground, yeah, got my three yards and go, oh, don't hit me, oh, don't kill me, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that again, that's the only reason why I would say that. Yeah. But so, so you you hit D line, you add depth, you basically get your Cox replacement. Yeah. Who, then in the second round, you get depth. You essentially get your Kelsey replacement. And yeah. two strengths of this Eagles team and has been for the longest time has been hey, this Two guys who I mean, are not in position, but they're two guys I would call pillars of this team. Yeah, and you're just you're just inserting and rotating and refilling uh the, you know the talent mm-hmm. pool there. And listen, sometimes it's not sexy. Sometimes there are people like Kyle Hamilton that you really want more. But in the long run, this is the way that this team has been built. And this is the way that Howie builds his team. And guess what? You know what? For all the people that are you know, Howie haters, right. you know, let's fire Howie. Listen, Howie, including last year, because I thought Howie had a great draft last I year. I thought he had a good draft last year. Yeah, absolutely. Howie killed the last two drafts. He killed yeah. this. Most. But he really most, killed us. Yeah. Most, most grades for the Eagles have been at an A, at least, if not an A-plus for, you know, one of the higher grades in, in the draft among all 32 teams. They're yeah. also calling N'Kobe Dean the steal of the draft. Oh, yeah, he uh, absolutely like is. Unanimously across the board. Yeah. You basically got a guy who was probably projected a top 20. Mere so week very least, if you week ago, not, not in the beginning of the draft process. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not we're not talking to like the first mock draft that ever came out for this year that Nicobe Dean was up there. No, right. we're talking a week ago when Nicobe Dean was in the top twenty, and because of some BS and because of, you know people who again you know heard that and didn't want him on on their board or because mm-hmm. of his size or whatever, they took him off their board. And guess what? Eagles took advantage of that. Eagles took advantage of that and got themselves a starting quality linebacker that could come mm-hmm. in day one. And again, this all depends on kind of how uh, Reddick is being used, or sure. official, you know, if he's even given an official uh, position or where he's going to start out on the field. But regardless, he's got to be, you know, in the mix there for for some major playing time, if not starter type uh, minutes. Because again, and they and they revealed what his jersey number is going to be, uh, Dean. Yeah, no, not that I've heard. Okay, because um, I was going to say, when it comes out, if it's a number you don't have. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. getting it either way, I think, honestly. Yeah. And, in fact, I'm uh, speaking of numbers, uh, A.J. Brown, who, again, we just traded for A.J. Brown, by the way. Yeah, everybody. Uh, like, can we let that sink in again? Can we just keep repeating that? We have A.J. Brown. Well, like, whenever, probably, like, you're sitting there at work, you don't feel like doing it, and, like, you're done. We have A.J. Brown. We have A.J. Brown. We now have Devontae Smith. And AJ Brown. AJ Brown's 24. It's not like he's like 28, 29 wide receiver that we're getting. We're right. getting a 24 productive wide receiver. And people are like, oh, he had a bad year last year. They're a running first team with obviously with Derrick Henry. The only thing that really went down for him production-wise is catches. He had 70 some for over a thousand the year before. He had 50 some for over a thousand before. He still had like 
I want to say like eight touchdowns, eight or nine touchdowns this past year. Uh, okay. I will, I will gladly take that. And Ryan, would you describe us as good friends? Uh, yeah, I think we've known each other for quite some time. I'd say that. Yeah. 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 So, and, and I feel like in our shows, we work well together. Uh, we yeah, 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 we, we, we do our thing. Uh, you know who Jalen Hurts' best friend is? You know what? I do. I know the answer to this. If this is like trivia style, I know yeah. the answer to this. It's AJ freaking Brown, people. So he don't you think maybe they're going to work together? He was literally there. Hurts was literally there when AJ Brown got the phone call when he got drafted by the Titans. Yeah. He was there. And they've been at the party. They throw all the time. Literally in his press conference said, like, listen, like, he's my best friend regardless of this, you know, regardless of football. He's my best friend. And, and, you know, he came to my my daughter's birthday party, you know, a little while ago. Yeah. And, and, you know, we we took a little time and we threw a little bit together. We always throw. We always throw. No matter what. We love this. This We'll we'll take a minute or two and and just throw a few balls. Now, Brandon. I, you know, I haven't always been the biggest Hurts guy, but sure, sure. Um, like the way they're gonna work together, it reminds me so much of like the way like Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison, the way they would just spend so much time together. Yeah, you yeah. Know, but, like but I they're gonna have that kind of dedication. Yeah, this is on an even uh, another level mm-hmm. because they're like legit like friends before they were. Yeah, because like you think Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison were friends. Before. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they were like chilling at each other's houses all like every day. Yeah, uh, barbecuing or nothing, but yeah, these guys. I mean, like Mother's Day, maybe not Mother's Day weekend, but like Memorial Day weekend, they're probably chilling, hanging out, and just hey, want to throw the football around? Hey, I really like this route, let's work on it right here, right? right. So they, they already had that camaraderie, yeah. You have you have Devontae Smith, who's again, you know, what, how old is he? 22, 21, yeah, 22, I believe, 22? yeah, okay. So you have Hertz who's 23, you have Smith who's 22, you have Brown who's 24. Yeah, AJ Brown is the old head at 24. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, if you you look, you add in Myelotti, you add in Dickerson, you add in Sanders, you add in God, oh. Goddard's the old man now. Uh, Goddard's 27. He's an old head. Oh, bastard. <laughs> yeah. You add Quez Watkins in that mix. I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> this, is all, this is all true. This is all youth on the offensive side in the skill positions. You have so much youth, and your line is starting to get young. Your line is starting to get young. Yeah, you still have a few things to go, but sure, you, know, sure. you just drafted a center that's going to uh, eventually replace the all-time great of Jason Kelsey whenever he does decide to hang it up. And but, does it not, uh, you do not now know that next year's first-round pick, guys, spoiler alert, it's going to be a right tackle. Yep, probably. You're you might be right. And Lane Johnson will probably take him out. God willing, Hurts does his job this year. We don't have to worry about that position. There you go. We go right tackle, and then we go linebacker. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Force of habit. Force of habit. My bad. Uh, I would say if you had to say right now, quarterback off the table for next year. If I had to guess positions, I'd say right tackle. And I would say probably defensive end, yeah. D back, or or D back, yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, it so it doesn't look like well, without knowing the, the draft class next year. Uh, just, yeah, 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 exactly. I, I, I literally have not looked into it. 
But it looks like Tyron Matthews is going to sign with the Saints for a little bit less money than probably what he was offered for the Eagles. I think he only signed for three years, $33 million, which is relatively a lot cheaper than I would have suspected. Right. Um, so, listen, I got it. There was all types of reports that the deal, like a deal was almost he's done. He's from there, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, he's from, you know, he went to LSU. He's, he's from yeah. uh, he's from down there. So, yeah. I think he's it, from Mississippi, but, like, yeah. yeah. Trust me, I've driven that drive between Mississippi and Louisiana. All, all the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, again, uh, you know, the first three picks, I think, you know, after, after Friday night, I couldn't have been more happy. Yeah. I was so ecstatic. The fact that we got Dean, I must have gotten about 100 text messages. We got Dean. We got Dean. We got Dean. Uh, you know, and, and again, the Eagles kind of moved around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually only ended up drafting five players. Yeah, I was a little surprised. I think at one point, didn't they have like 11 picks at like one point yeah. in for most of this, uh, you know, portion of the of the draft? They, well, ended up- they had three first rounders at one point and right. ended up only taking one person in the first round. Right, exactly. So, yeah, so in the sixth round, so we go from the third to the sixth round, we get another linebacker. What? what? Yeah, I was blown away. Yeah, and, and honestly, I, I really like this kid, uh, Kyron Johnson from Kansas. Yeah, uh, you know he's he's you know from the, from down south uh, Texas. He was one of the guys I had written down in uh, my little notepad about guys I was interested in. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought he was certainly more, uh, you know a, a bit of a higher graded than mm-hmm. the sixth round. So it seemed like we got a decent value there. And and again, I think he can compete. compete. And you know we have players on this roster that. You know, uh, again, it, it's you know we don't have necessarily uh, you know world beaters at linebacker, but no. you know you have uh, a few players uh, in the linebacking position like Sean Bradley, um, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Patrick Johnson, uh, you know Jacoby Stevens, uh, Davion Taylor. Like, I don't think it's under the you know. Uh, uh, you know the po- the possibility isn't there yeah. that, that he couldn't make this roster with the linebacking core that that exists. So, you know, again, I, I think yeah. you, you probably just got yourself another another rostered player, which again, fantastic. Uh, and then you know, I guess he's probably going to end up on the practice squad. But, I mean, most likely, yeah. But, but, but again, yeah, no, it's not outside I, of the realm. I think there's a good uh, opportunity for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the uh, in the sixth round again. Uh, we take a tight end from SMU, uh, Grant Calcaterra, uh, who, by the way, is uh, also knows Jalen Hurts at their time at Oklahoma. Um, they, uh, he was at Oklahoma before he went to uh, SMU. Um, yeah, so again, knows, uh, knows Hurts, has that rapport with him already. You know, tight end certainly is not after outside of Goddard is not a position that's uh, uh, obviously too deep. You know, you have Richard Rogers, you have Jackson, you have Jack Stoll. Uh, you know, you have JJ Arcega Whiteside. Forgettable. So again, I don't think it's out of the complete realm of possibility that he couldn't make this squad in some form, whether it be practice or or you know on the actual fifty three. So and you notice again that's another guy that has connections with Jalen Hurts. This is this team digging in on like they're doubling down on him. Yeah, well, and that's, that's a, that's a, down on him. Like I don't think so. 
Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. It's the fact of the matter is, before this draft, mm -hmm. I, I said to myself, are they going to show me that they're in on Hurts? Are they going to show me that they want to give him as much weapons as humanly possible? And, you know, again, it depended on what they were going to do. And, I, you know, hey, if they didn't draft the wide receiver in the first couple of rounds, I was going to be like, okay, I guess I don't care. Well, they didn't. But they traded for one. Yeah. One. A young, talented one. One that's his best damn friend. I, if I you have to choose a receiver before the draft, like, I mean, a believable receiver for the Eagles to go get, would A.J. Brown not have been your first choice? Uh, either him or, or Debo. Right. Uh, 1A, 1B, doesn't matter yeah. which one. I mean, mine was, yeah, mine was Debo, but yeah, A.J. Brown was number two, absolutely. Absolutely. And, the, you know, the fact that they're, they're so young only adds to it, you know, Uh and if honestly, if it wasn't for the amazing rookie class the, the year before, yeah, you know, AJ Brown would probably be, you know, the top under 25 wide receiver in the league right now. Oh, yeah, easily. You know, yeah, weren't if, I, I, still, I still think he's top five, regardless. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I think this is an amazing, amazing draft. Now, they also, uh, again, because we talked about it, they didn't draft a corner, they didn't draft a safety. But what they did was they loaded up an undrafted free agent corners. They got Mario Goodrich from uh, corner from Clemson, who mm -hmm. they gave one Which of Which I was the surprised he didn't get drafted. Right. Oh, yeah. And he gave one of the largest fully guaranteed uh, contracts to an undrafted free agent. So that yeah. should tell you a lot about how they feel about him. Also, uh, Josh Joby, the corner from Alabama. Uh, again, yeah, surprised he didn't get drafted. Uh, I'm super surprised he didn't get drafted. Uh, you know, I think he was dealing with like a turf toe injury, so that probably uh, kind of cut up, cut him out uh, of the draft there. Uh, but he was expected to be kind of a, a real early day three pick, like a yeah fourth round, and he just slid. Um, so they also got Josh Blackwell, a corner from uh, Duke. Um, you know, he's a little undersized and he missed uh, a full season in 2020 with a knee injury, but you know, the dude has like track star speed, like four, three speed, mm -hmm. uh, you know? Uh, so again, super talented. Uh, another big name that I didn't, uh, I didn't think was going to be there and should have been drafted probably in the fifth round was Noah Ellis, a D tackle from Idaho. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, again, the, their Eagles were giving out mad money. To undrafted free agents, more money than than most people do. Um, well, I think this was one of those drafts that it's funny. Every now and then you'll get one that's not necessarily top heavy, but is just really deep, and yeah. that's where you get a lot of those undrafted free agents that will make an impact on a roster. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so th they also went out and got Kennedy Brooks, the running back from Oklahoma. Um, you know, again added uh, added to the list. He had three thousand yard seasons at, at Oklahoma. Uh, they they uh, got uh, two quarterbacks, one big name, Carson Strong out of Nevada, who, again, everyone just assumed would have been drafted super early. I thought, yeah, third, and, fourth round. Yeah, he just kept falling. So, hey, well, once on. we saw some of these quarterbacks start to fall, and, you know, we only had one quarterback go on Thursday night. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. – that made me think, man, there might be some opportunity. Like some of these guys may not get drafted. Either that or I thought what I really thought was going to be 
on Saturday, we were going to get a big push. We were going to have a run on quarterbacks, and that run just never came. It just never came. You're absolutely right. Uh, so we got uh, we got him. We got E.J. Perry, a quarterback from Brown. So, you know, he's got to be pretty smart. Uh, <laughs> they also picked up uh, Britton Covey, wide receiver from uh, Utah. Uh, he's a little bit older at uh, 25. Um, he's a super quick slot guy. Um, only five, eight, but, uh, you know, can really, can really move. Uh, another big one is Reed Blankenship, uh, safety for middle Tennessee state, five year starter for middle Tennessee state, uh, and just, uh, absolutely had an insane 2021, 110 tackles, 10 tackles for loss, nine pass breakups as a safety, uh, yeah. and was a three-year captain there. So again, that leadership aspect is, is certainly important. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, two more. We have two guards. William Dunkel out of San Diego State and Josh Sills out of Oklahoma State uh, were added. So, uh, you know, again, the guard uh, portion of the offensive line room is pretty deep. Uh, and then, uh, did I get everybody? Did I get everybody? Did I get everybody? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the Eagles certainly got a plethora of undrafted free agents uh, to go along with their only five uh, official draftees. But, uh, yeah, I mean, again, they, they brought in a, a good amount of people. They got brought in a good amount of talent. And, yeah, I'm just super excited to kind of see them on the field. I'm really excited uh, about seeing A.J. Brown. Uh, so, yeah, uh, from this point, Wednesday to now, the Eagles got substantially better. Yeah, in the last five days, this team is a lot better than they were five days ago. Yeah. Now, now again – Still a lot of holes. Still a lot of things mm -hmm. to figure out. Who's the CB2? Who's the uh, other starting safety? You know, those are questions that need to be answered. I mean, like, do you ask the question, are they really – do they really believe that much in Zeke McPherson and um, – Or Jake Allen or – yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess we're going to find out depending on what moves they do. And, you know, again, you know, there's always that uh, June 1st uh, – uh, people get waved. Yeah. yeah, people get waved, and you know people are already marked for that. So, you know, um, Landon Dickerson, or Landon Dickerson, Landon Collins, yeah, uh, has uh, been designated post uh, June first. So that's certainly a name that that might uh, pop up uh, as he's uh, you know a halfway decent safety at this point in his career. But you know, I would assume he's a lot more serviceable than Marcus Epps. Uh, and there's a few scores out there that I'd still like to have over, over you know, Gallon or, or McPherson uh, to kind of push them to, to give us more depth. So uh, outside of that, honestly, what what position right now are you saying outside of safety and corner? Are you going, oh, I don't know, like. Nothing, honestly. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, you know, again, I think that's why a lot of people were, were certainly pushing for uh, the Honey Badger. Because, again, that would have secured that one. And then oh, that would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah, then all you had to do is worry about your second corner. Yeah. So, I, I think the Eagles did a great job. Yes. Um, would have loved to have, uh, you know, a, a safetier corner. Or, you know, again, Kyle Hamilton would have been nice. But. You know, I think for what they ended up doing, I think we're going to really be really happy with Jordan Davis. And, and again, the continued success on the defensive and, again, with Cam Jurgens on the offensive line as well. Yeah, I agree with you. Lots to be excited about. 
And man, is it September yet? Seriously, uh, I honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm ready to, I'm ready to break out the tailgate and stuff. Yeah. Um, believe me, I'm ordering more stuff on Amazon. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, Green Day had that song "Wake Me Up When September Ends." Mine is "Wake Me Up When September Begins." Yeah, seriously. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like I almost need to go to a Phillies game and not even necessarily go inside. But I just, I tell, I I'm with you. Okay. <laughs> do it. Well, hell, I don't, well, at that point, we don't need to drive all the way to Philly. Let's just have a party, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that too. All right, <laughs> let's go. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, real quick, though. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I definitely want to mention a few things here, as I normally do. Uh, I want to give a huge shout out to La Terrain. Uh, I forgot to wear it, but uh, next week I'll, uh, I'll wear my brand new watch. Um, I just got uh, from la-terrain.com. Uh, please make sure you're using code PSA for site-wide discounts. I also got a pretty nice pair of sunglasses as well. Uh, it was like 20 bucks uh, on sale, um, you know, with the discount. So uh, definitely uh, check them out, la-terrain.com, the official sponsor of the Philly Sports Alliance. Uh, also wanted to mention all of you, uh, who are joining us from the painted lines. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we've, uh, gotten in a nice little partnership with the painted lines. We stream on their YouTube. They stream on our Facebook when it's working. And, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a really great knowing, getting to know the guys, but if you have not heard of the painted lines, uh, do yourself a favor, head on over to the paintedlines.com or to their YouTube channel. Just check out all their insane videos. They did such an amazing job for draft coverage. Uh, it's it's absolutely unreal. Uh, so certainly uh, check them out, thepaintedlines.com. And then last but not least, we are proud to announce that we uh, here at the Philly Sports Alliance have joined up with Six Pack Coverage. Uh, they are a uh, they're based out of Tennessee national uh national coverage there not only do they do sports and have amazing shows uh, you know like ours like our brothers over at cev uh as we're doing a little bit of a philly takeover uh on six pack or trying to anyway uh but they you know they do you know travel and food lifestyle exercise like you name it they run the gamut they're just you know having fun producing content uh, you know, shows and, and stuff like that. And uh, obviously uh, sports minded uh, folks over there. So uh, check them out. You can check our stuff out over there as well at sixpackcoverage.com. Uh, so head on over there and uh, check them all out. So yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, all my plugs for right now. Uh, Eric, uh, I want to spotlight you here. Yeah. And I want you to tell me right now. Okay. As you see it, as the teams are what they are right now, where do you see the Philadelphia Eagles in the scope of the NFC of the entire NFL? Uh, I'm gonna give you uh, I'm gonna give you the floor here, and uh, yeah, you just uh, you run with it. Okay. So I really think that this is a the Eagles have really closed the gap. Like, I really felt like when we looked at the Eagles at the end of the season, I just thought, man, we are light years behind the, the rest of the rest of this league 
as far as like elite contenders go. I feel like they've done a lot to close that gap. And, and reasons why being that, one, the position of the wide receiver. Yeah, it had to get better at that number two wide receiver spot. And, oh, my goodness, did they get better at that number two wide receiver. Like, you couldn't go into next year expecting Quez Watkins to be your number two. And, obviously, Rieger and Arcega White says not even playing the position anymore. So, the move of getting A.J. Brown, I, I mean, that just – that is just mind-blowing that, that this team is going to go from a team that was uh, passing deficient to I think now that that position has become a an area of strength. And so like, you have to be able to pass in this league. And we've already seen the Eagles know how to run the football. And we, I have plenty of confidence. They haven't forgotten how to do that. And knowing that in the last four minutes of a game where you have the lead or last six, eight minutes of the game, you can just take the ball and you can take the air out of the game. That is something so many teams can't do, and that's something the Eagles have shown time and time again. Like not only can they, that's their greatest strength. And now you put the you put this offense. This offense is going to be fun to watch, guys. I can't tell you. We're going to see if Jalen Hurts can't do it with what they've surrounded him with. Then we will know for sure he's not the guy. But I'm telling you, I think we're going to find out he is the guy. And I've not been the biggest Jalen Hurts guy, but I, I think we're fixing to find out he's the guy. And it's because of what they've surrounded him with. You know, when you think about receivers who can just move the chains, um, you know, and guys who can open up the field, you got a tight end who's just going to be as reliable as can be. He's the senior guy, the pass catchers. You know, yeah. like this is just – it is built for success. I'm really encouraged with where the Eagles are right now. I, I don't know that I have felt this encouraged – after a draft in a long time, like even 2017, I wasn't thinking that that was their Super Bowl year. Sure. Like this is as encouraged as I've been for the Eagles after a draft. Probably since Andy Reid. Yeah. Yeah. No, I honestly, I said you made a lot of great points there. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm thinking of we, we do this uh, uh, on a weekly now. Doing the okay. Eric spot. Uh, I, li- I like when you just pick a topic and we, and we go with it for you. Thank you. Um, of course. Uh, yeah. So listen, um, you know, the Eagles, again, I think really hit it out of the park. Um, you know, a, a, a draft for sure. Yeah. I think the, the Kyle Hamilton thing might stick with a few people. Uh, yeah. and, and you know, it's the excuse for the, for the haters, uh, to continuously see, I told you, I told you, you know, in like five years. Oh, um, yeah. But because I think Hamilton's going to be a stud, but they're going to forget about the fact that Jordan Davis is also a stud. I and, think we're, I yeah. think we're going to be pleasantly happy with, with yeah, uh, I think Jordan so. Davis. I mean, you literally just got two guys from one of the best college football defenses of all time, and you got right up the middle. Right and up the, middle. the other thing that, like, I don't think can be overstated the amount of chemistry this team is already going to have before they even hit training camp this year. Yeah, okay. and Jordan Davis, they were teammates at Georgia. And I swear, looking at the way uh, Jordan Davis reacted, I think he was happier with the fact that Nicobe Dean was coming with him than the fact that he was drafted in the first round. Yeah, honestly, I mean, think about that. Think of how easy that's going to make his transition. Sure. Having, having a, bu- a, bu- a bud, a player, a teammate, you know, a friend that's going to go with it, with it, just what, you know, with it, with you. 
And, and then, yeah, like, you're a rookie, you know, it's your first time in the NFL, like, you go into these body. meetings, and it's like, you got a buddy right there that's saying, like, oh, hey, remember, man, we got this meeting at this time, you know, like, you remember Whatever. being in college, and, you know, it was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I got to go somewhere. Having I, somebody that you can kind of depend on to be there with you that you know, man, that, make, that can make all the difference. Yeah, and Dean is, has obviously been the leader of that defense mm -hmm. for some time, and, and you know, again... Having that person to lean on is going to make Jordan Davis's transition easier and vice versa with Nakobe Dean. And then, you know, again, you have that aspect. Then you have the A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts aspect. Like, yeah, you're you're getting people that are, are very comfortable with each other onto this team and you're building around a, a pretty good core of youth on both the offense. Would it surprise you if in two years that people are saying Nakobe Dean is the leader of the defense? I would love nothing more than that. Right. Nothing more than that. <laughs> that I can say, I told you so. No. <laughs> I don't even say that. Uh, by the way, uh, so you know how I go and run down my uh, people I need to thank or mention mm -hmm. or the fact that, you know, we're, we're hanging out with uh, the Painted Lines or we're now on six-pack coverage. Um, you know, and, and of course, La Terrain Watch is our official watch sponsor of the PSA. There is one company that I want nothing more than to work with right now. Okay. And that's, let's see ILIS T right here. It's a little, little faded here because of the, I put it in my front of my face, but yeah. Uh, I love these. If you've never had one, Eric, I I've never had one. I want to come over and, uh, yes, you, you, you go and, and, and find one. They are really hard to find by the way, which, which I feel like, even if I can't, you know, work out a deal with uh, Hoop Tea, uh, CIL, uh, who produces CIL uh, Spiked Ice Tea, uh, they're really hard to get. And every time well, I'm calling somewhere, they're like, oh, no, we don't got it. Oh, we just had some and sold out immediately. Like, it's it's so popular. It's, uh, and I hate, I, I am not a big fan of, like, spiked teas or lemonades or those type of things. I get literally, this is, like, the perfect summer drink. I could drink it all day. Yeah, it's like, funny. There's a beer distributor literally right down the street from, um, like from the campground that we stay at down in uh, right outside of Sea Isle. They oh. have, yeah, they have plenty of them. Oh, uh, sure. Well, yeah, obviously, they yeah. have them all the time. So, by the yeah. way, if anybody is going anywhere near the shore, if someone could pick me up, like eight cases. I will. I'll pick you up. I'm gonna come go down. I will. Uh, seriously, I will. Yeah, absolutely down, I will. For for as many uh, cases as you can get. But what I would like again would love nothing more than to to work with them because again mm -hmm. I love I love their stuff and I I will I will personally endorse anything that I absolutely love. Sure. Uh, just for the hell of it, just because I like it. Uh, but yeah, even if they could just tell me, hey, listen, like in your area. This is where we go. This is when our normal delivery times is are. And, <laughs> and let's Tuesdays four o'clock. This location to you know Wednesday. This location five thirty. Whatever it is, just tell me. I will. I will take off a of work. I will make sure I'm there to buy it all up because I absolutely <laughs> will. Even if I could get that from them, right. That's that would be enough of a deal for you. That's an absolute win for the Philly Sports Alliance for sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, I will continue to drink them 
as long as I have them uh, on air uh, in hopes that uh, I can work out a deal. I've, I've already tagged them on Instagram uh, and I'm work. I'm doing the slow work uh, for, for uh, you know, world domination with CIL. Well, yeah, of course. But yeah, I can't wait to go back and, and, and edit the little clips and then I can send it to them and be like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, um, amazing draft. You know, we uh, there's a lot of people that put a lot of tireless hours uh, of, of scouting, of, of hard work, of, of you know mock drafting, of, of all of that, of, of producing content. Not just us here at uh, Philly Sports Alliance. Definitely over at uh, the Painted Lines for sure. And of course, uh, you know our, our uh, you know our new uh, friends at Six Pack Coverage. They did an amazing job as well, um, you know, just putting out great content. So, um, yeah, just a big thank you to everybody uh, across uh, the area and around the nation that puts the time in for the draft. It's it's something that we obviously all have in common, that we love the draft and, and love putting in the work and, you know, love put, producing content and, and sharing our, our, our thoughts and, and knowledge with everybody. So, uh, hats off to everybody. Um, it's been well, amazing how much the draft coverage has grown. Like you remember when you and I first started doing podcasts and it was just like, man, like we'd have to Google guys mock drafts and like check out all these. So we could just see who some of these prospects were. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, was, it, was hard. it was real hard back in the yeah. day. Uh, for sure. That was you know, like, thir- you know, 10 to 13 years ago when we were doing it that way. Yeah. And I now I, I jot down a list. Like I watched the combine and I just jot down a mile long list of names. And then I just go back to YouTube and watch yeah. all of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's easy to, to kind of, uh, you know, do, um, you know, a little bit of work yourself, mm-hmm. uh, you know, without having the luxuries of like, you know, real true game tape to, to right. go through, you know, obviously. You know, don't have uh, full access to stuff like that, but yeah, yeah. yeah honestly, it's, it's it's we love it, so we'll we'll continue to do it, and uh, can't wait for the draft next year, obviously. But uh, yeah, I can't wait for even rookie camp to start next week, and and you know, all the, all the other you know mini camps and OTAs and yada 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 yada, all that, all that. Uh, and I can't wait to like. I'm telling you, man, I'm so I'm so wired right now for it. Like when they. Uh, like that first open practice that I'm like, now I don't care. I'm getting, I'm getting to, oh, yeah. I'm going to the open practice. We're going to tailgate before the open practice. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, so, uh, you know, obviously, um, you know, we're super excited about our future here, uh, at the Philly sports Alliance, especially, uh, over at six pack coverage. Um, so please, please check them out. Uh, six pack coverage.com. Uh, one note I will say, uh, next month, actually, no, this month, it is May. Yeah. Uh, this month now on Saturday, the 21st, uh, Eric yes. uh, myself, and uh, I believe Ryan Finneran, uh, from the Philly broadcast and maybe some others, uh, will be live in Pittman, New Jersey, outside of Lenny and Susie sports memorabilia shop. Um, please uh, make sure you follow us for more information. Uh, we'll be live, uh, like I said, May 21st, which is a Saturday from noon until whatever. Uh, just, you know, talking sports, uh, talking birds. There will be giveaways. I believe there's a Wilbert Montgomery signed autograph jersey that will be given away. Uh, there'll be other uh, swag given away from um, 
uh, Philadelphia Underdogs Facebook group, our good buddy Seamus, uh, who runs that uh, group on Facebook. It's giving out T-shirts and, and other uh, prizes uh, from the Philadelphia Underdogs Facebook group. We'll have a few things to, to give out. Uh, so certainly uh, stay tuned on that. Uh, but yeah, we'd love to see you. Pittman, New Jersey at Lenny and Susie's Sports Memorabilia. Uh, we'll, uh, in fact, oh, wait. Do I, do I have it? Do I have it? Yeah, I do. Hey, oh, there it is. Nice. There we go. Uh, 6 Second Avenue in Pittman, New Jersey, uh, 08071. Uh, and like I said, Lenny and Susie's uh, Sports Memorabilia Shop, uh, our good buddy, uh, Lenny. Uh, we've been going to him for a few years now for, for jerseys and jersey. Uh, well, we'll go over there, and he literally has all types of Eagles jerseys, Sixers jerseys, Flyers, Phillies, doesn't matter. He's got jerseys coming out the wazoo. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll be there uh, hanging out with Lenny, hanging out with Seamus, and hopefully hanging out with a lot of you guys. Uh, hopefully you guys can come out. Uh, we can meet. We can, uh, you know, uh, talk a little sports, talk a little birds, uh, and there'll be fantastic giveaways throughout the day uh, and awesome guests as well. So. Uh, please check it out. Uh, we've posted a few things, uh, uh, this on our Facebook group. So again, if you're not, uh, following us on Facebook, uh, please do so. You can certainly check us out on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and wherever you get podcasts, uh, there, uh, as well. Also, uh, Philly sports Alliance note, our good buddy, Sean Cressman, AKA the bald Eagle is coming back after his uh you know his uh time away uh so the bald eagle podcast which is uh the second from the right i believe uh if you're looking uh that way in between broadcast and sports alliance uh there uh so the bald eagle podcast is coming back wednesday night i believe at eight o'clock uh to uh i'll certainly confirm all that but uh yeah if there is a show then you are a big Eagles fan and you love things just absolutely broken down bit by bit. Not only does Sean give uh, amazing analysis and, and feedback and whatnot, but after each game, he breaks down each play, each drive, like no one else in podcasting. Uh, so I highly recommend you follow him, uh, give his stuff a listen. You can also find his stuff. Uh, anywhere that uh, you can find podcasts, again, uh, through the Philly Sports Alliance. So um, we're excited to have him back on Wednesday. So we can't wait for that. Uh, but, yeah, and, and obviously Sean's uh, with us there at Six Pack Coverage as well. Uh, so, yeah, we're, uh, we're one big happy family moving along and uh, putting out some good shows. And we appreciate everybody who uh, comments and, and, you know, follows and likes and shares and, you know, rates and, uh, reviews and whatnot, uh, whatever buttons the social media platforms tell you. Uh, we appreciate uh, when you hit them. So uh, thank you very much. We're going to head out of here. Uh, it's uh, We started a little late, uh, but uh, we're hungry. And it's time to eat. Yeah, it's time to eat. Time to eat watch the Sixers. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so uh, thank you, everybody, again. We will see you guys next week. We will also see you out May 21st in Pittman, New Jersey, for our live broadcast. Uh, but Eric, do you got anything to add before we uh, pop on out of here? Yeah. All right. Got to keep it uh, consistent. Uh, all right, folks. Well, we will see you next week. And uh, everybody have a great night. Go Birds. And uh, for the Football Smack Talk Show, I'm your host, Ryan.
I'm Eric. Happy football, everybody. Only 129 days to go. We can do it, folks. Not that far away. We got this. All right, everybody. Go birds! Go birds! Thank you, Rufus.